Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Summer Soccer Edition of the Overdrinks Podcast. Today I am joined solely by the excellent Ryan Polly. Hello. And we are going to have a chat over some drinks. And we're back. <clears throat> Let's uh, get right into it here, Rye. What beer did you bring for this summer special? Um, I got a new Belgium Fat Tire Amber Ale. Ooh, that sounds uh, nice. I have no idea what this is. Uh, biscuit-like malt flavors with hoppy freshness. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, brewed in Fort Collins, Colorado. Ooh, there we go. So I'm going to try it. I had a poured. I'm going to give it a taste here, see what it's like. Ooh, there we go. That's the good stuff. Oh, that is very hoppy. It's actually mm. pretty good. I, I'm going to enjoy this. Well, don't bounce out of your seat there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I won't. I'm, my, ears are, my eyes are watering, though, because I sucked on that too hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Let's get right over to my beer. It's the uh, <laughs> Anderson Valley Barney Flats Oatmeal Stout. It wouldn't oh, be a podcast unless I started off with a fancy beer. Um, 5.8% alcohol. I tried it out already. It's really good. I'm going to actually enjoy this one, unlike some of those ones at the end of... <laughs> our football yeah. podcast. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> replacing it with a natty light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always classy, man. Uh, let's jump into what we're doing here. Uh, we are both huge fans of soccer, as I think we mentioned in the in the podcast over the fall a few times. Uh, we're both going to be watching the Euros this summer, as well as the Copa America, and we figured why not talk about it for like an hour and say what we have to say, even though I've never played soccer and basically have FIFA knowledge. And Rye played in high school, but I mean, you stank, right? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, how many goals did you have? Like two? Mm, something like that, I think. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> that's not true. Rye was actually pretty good in high school. Um, we're going to do about maybe five episodes and a recap after the tournaments. Uh, that number's probably going to be wrong because I kind of just guessed it and wrote it down on the show notes. Uh, we might <laughs> try and have a few guests from time to time, hopefully we can maybe uh, round up Trevor to make an appearance. Maybe. Uh, maybe I don't know we'll how get much a, soccer. He's gonna watch though. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a few of my buddies. We'll see. I know <coughs> one or two of them really like soccer, uh, but we'll see what we can do. If not, it's just gonna be me and Rye going back and forth, uh, mostly talking nonsense about what we watch each week. Um, yeah. We're gonna try and focus on the Euros as much as possible. Uh, the Copa America is gonna sneak in there. Um, but we Copa might. America already kicked off this yeah. uh, past week, but we, uh, I thought we should talk about it because the states are in it, and yeah. there's also the number one world ranked in it as well. So yeah, I figured it wouldn't hurt to talk about it. So we'll uh, we'll touch on it, like you said, but it's not going to be our real primary focus no. this year. I'm uh, paying about as much attention to it as Brazil has this year. Yeah, uh, sending it uh, definitely the the B or C team to that that tournament. <laughs> um, Honestly, but let's uh. Rye, let's get right into it here uh, and move right in to the Euros 2016. Yeah. You want to start off who's uh, in Group A? Group A, it's the host nation, uh, France, uh, Switzerland, uh, your motherland of Romania. There we go. And Albania. Ooh. Um, from the look of that, from a general standpoint, I think that France got a lucky draw here. Yeah, um, I, I think they got a little uh, easy, easy setup in that first... I think group stage. I think France wins out. I don't think they have any issues with any of those teams. Um, I think Switzerland, Romania are both going to beat Albania. Yeah, I think so. And then I think that they're both going to draw each other. Believe it or not, Romania and Switzerland. Then they're both going to drop to France because France mm. is a pretty pretty excellent team. So they have uh, a pretty scary striking core this year. Uh, their midfield is dominant. If we could only see maybe. Kurt Zuma from the excellent Chelsea FC uh, right. in there, but he's hurt at the time being. But still, their defense is, you know, Varane and uh, what's his name from Arsenal? Uh, Koscielny. And, you know, they're <laughs> – and Hugo Lloris in goal. Yeah. I, I don't know if I picked them to be the favorites of this tournament for me, barring, you know, no injuries and, and them staying healthy. But they're really going to be a tough team yeah, to beat this, have- this tournament. They have Griezmann, they have Pogba, um, just to name a few. No, no Benzema. That is a uh, citing. He claims that it had a lot to do with racism. If you could, it's <laughs> it's a strange. It really is a strange, um, a strange like cry for help. But like he is, 
I think currently being indicted on charges of blackmail or something like that in France. Yeah, he is blackmail of I think like a was it a wasn't I don't think it was a prostitute, but it was some something legal thing like that. that. And with another player for the French national team, um, <laughs> he was omitted. Um, he had yeah. a good season with Real Madrid. He was omitted though, and he. Yeah did claim that it had something to do with racism and something to do with, like, the extremist party in France or something. Something wild. I have that, no idea. That team, I don't know how he's going to call that in that team. It's Yeah, it's it's strange. It's know. a strange uh, way to go about it. But um, I yeah, think I certainly France weird. pulling, you know, how many players do they have born internationally and, and brought into that, that team? And, you know, <laughs> I, he's just doing anything to try and get into that squad. And I don't think he deserves a spot there thanks to his off-the-field actions in the past two years. Yeah, it's very, uh, very strange for sure. But let's, uh, it was him and uh, him and Valbuena, I believe. With yeah, the it was. Indictment on the. Yeah. I, I don't even remember. It's something that has to do with like blackmail and something. So yeah. some shady stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's sure. let's move on to Group B, a group I'm really excited for. Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait to see what's going to come out of this because it has England. It has Russia, Slovakia, and Wales. And that is just <laughs> going to be <laughs> incredible to watch England and Wales go at it in a group stage. I was hoping we might be able to see that like in a quarterfinal. But, I mean, England getting to a quarterfinals really might be a push anyway. Um, <laughs> but, they'll get out. They'll get eliminated in pounds. Uh, I, I believe England went undefeated in the qualifiers. I might be talking a bit out my anus. With that statement, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I haven't, uh, I think, haven't checked up on that. I think they did, but I mean, if history has told us anything, that means they're going out in the group stages. So yeah, that means they're going to get eliminated in pens. Yeah, so <laughs> definitely. But I think uh, my vote here is for England and Wales to get out of that group. I think England really, uh, with this kind of younger look team, is going to really maybe dominate this tournament. They're not probably as jaded and turned off like you no know, the players like. Steven Gerrard and, and Lampard and mm-hmm. Rooney still kind of is of that older generation. I really would like to see him not play that much. I don't think he really fits in that team well. He's just kind of shoehorned into the <clears> midfield <throat> at times or maybe at striker. And I think players like Kane and Vardy are much better up top. You have better Vardy. You have better players in midfield and, you know, he's the captain, so how do you sit him? But I think you really need to. Yeah, I uh he scored four goals 12 years ago in the competition, but yeah, that's been since then. I mean, he only scored his first World Cup goal in the 2014 World Cup. But yeah. other than that, he hasn't really had much of an international impact at major tournaments this far. Um, so we'll we'll see. It's gonna it's not necessarily gonna rely on him, but um, it'll be interesting to see how much how involved he's gonna be because he definitely is gonna be the captain and he is gonna be the start like a starter, but. Like you said, it, it's going to be a certain, it's going to be a fine line with the players you have on the bench that could easily replace them. And I think a lot of their success is really going to depend on if they can stay healthy or not. Too, I know that's you know you can say that about most of the teams, but they do not have a great squad of backup players. I think you know Rashford is the the eighteen year old striker that would replace anyone getting hurt. D- Danny Sturridge might be the starting striker in the, that case anyway, but. I mean, he's made of glass. He's played how many games in the past, you know, few years? Jack Wilshere in midfield, how many games has he played this entire season? One? Two? I think he made his debut in the final game of the season for Arsenal. Well, so, yeah, because he was hurt. And him and – it's funny because they actually omitted Danny Drinkwater. They did. Leicester for Jack Wilshere and Jordan Henderson, who were both out basically the whole season. I really injuries. disagreed with that. That so. call, but uh, I mean, Wilshire has proved he can play well in England uh, with the English squad. But I mean, Drinkwater had a great year. He had a few questionable friendlies, didn't maybe perform where he should have. But I think someone that got overlooked was Huth from West Ham. I think he had mm-hmm. a fantastic year. Uh, but you know, I'm not Roy Hodgson, and you know, I'm not picking the English squad. But uh, <laughs> speaking of relying on one of your players, Wales, on the other hand, yeah, I'm <laughs> um, really gonna. Uh, depend on if Gareth Bale is going to uh, show out or not. I think, personally, after watching the Champions League final, I thought he was my MVP. Yeah, he was fantastic that in that game. Um, and it's if he carries that kind of play over to the international side, I have a feeling that they're going to be in for a nice treat this year. I think but he... Um, not, yeah. 
is if we we can call back to the the Premier League this year. Oh, okay, ESPN. Just uh, start talking as I try and bring up the squads. A little uh, technical difficulty here. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I think that Wales reminds me a lot of Leicester in the way that they're not a team of absolute superstars. Uh, they do have Gareth Bale, the record transfer fee you know, player, but I don't think he's the one that really carries that team a lot. They have a fantastic midfield with Aaron Ramsey. You know, they're defenders and Ben Davies and, you know, Ashley Williams and <laughs> Ashley Richards and, you know, <laughs> how many other players on that team? I think they're a really good, you know, if it's corny to say team. And I think that's going to carry them past the group stages maybe a little bit deeper than people expect. Uh, I don't think they'll break down as easily as some of the, the superstar teams will. You know, maybe someone like Spain won't be able to, you know, get past <clears> a <throat> tough result or something like that. But I think Wales will fight and we'll see them go deep. Yeah. Um, to add, for those of you who aren't aware, um, the two best teams qualify for the knockout round of each group. And this year they're implementing more players or more teams so the third place team for some of the some of the matchups in the knockout round matter so a lot of this the gold differential and all that and the points and the wins are definitely going to matter even more this year yeah so it's going to be this group's going to be interesting because i can see that i honestly have slovakia not winning a single game i wouldn't be surprised i have them i believe i said i had them losing to everybody i had england beating everybody except for wales they tied a wales and then wales and russia tying or yeah. Wales beating Russia, I believe. But yeah, um, that third place, it's not always out of the question for being able to move on because third place is going to matter here in the uh, in the future. So yes, but uh, moving on there, let's go to uh, the third group here, Group C, uh, consisting of Germany, Northern Ireland, Poland, and the Ukraine. Ooh, that's a bang uh, I, up group. I think you could probably put your life savings on Germany getting out of this group. Uh, <laughs> and then it might be a little bit of a toss up. I think Northern yeah. Ireland really surprised a lot of people in the qualifiers. It was great to see them get to the Euros, and I, I think they might carry some of that momentum. Um, I think they actually might have had a better chance if it was closer to the end of the qualifiers. Um, now that the season's over, they'd have some time. You never know what happens. Uh, Poland with Lewandowski up there, I, he could carry games in that group. It, yeah, really. Maybe not against Germany, but that's a, a big rivalry nonetheless. And the Ukraine, uh, I don't really even know who's on the Ukrainian team at all. Andriy s- Shevchenko. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> I think we might be a few years old on that one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, it's going to be interesting because Ukraine actually does have Yarmolenko. Oh, okay. Who is their basically their backbone for their offense? Yeah. Um, but if he doesn't get the get everything sort of rolling up top for them, they're going to probably struggle. Yeah. A little bit, I'd say. But I do actually have Germany. I think Germany. They're probably. I think I have them winning. To be honest, they're. I, I really don't know how they they wouldn't. <laughs> they're come out they're number like the one. Same exact team. Yeah. From the World Cup. A notable um, uh, exclusion from the squad is Marco Royce. Oh, yeah. That's a, um, yeah, that's a struggle. And from what I've been seeing, it's because of possible injury. Uh, I think I saw it was his knee or leg or something like that, and it, he's been hurt for, I think, the past two tournaments. Uh, he wasn't able he to participate in it. Broke real, his leg at the last friendly before the World Cup. Yeah, that was, a, that was a shame. He's a great player, and I'd really love to see him on that squad. But, but yeah, I, um, I, I read somewhere that he – could only run like straight yeah so sucks for him because he's a really good player and again he's been omitted because of an injury that is going to keep him off the international level yeah but that's not going to take away from having thomas muller no uh, you can see podolsky back in the side <laughs> yeah. there's one thing that <laughs> man can do and that's rip a ball into the net uh, mario gomez is back as well yeah it's good to see it i guess um, they want to play with a, a dedicated striker this time around yeah, you look at their midfield core. I mean, you got uh, Ozil, Schweinsteiger, Kadir, Cruz. I mean, Sherla, Goza. Schweinsteiger. I mean, yeah, you're just that's uh, just the name of few. So like, you're it's going to be asking for trouble. Tough for anybody to uh, take care of them. And the newly uh, purchased Bayern Munich player, Mats Hummels. Mm-hmm. Mats so Hummels. That's uh, pretty much going to be Germany on Bayern Munich next year as well. <laughs> 
Seriously. Uh, I I really don't have much more to say about that group ride. I really don't. It's hard to say because it's hard to going to be. It's gonna. It's hard to talk about who's going to be the battle for second. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll just have to watch and see. Yeah, we'll really have to just going to see. That's going to be a good group to watch, I think. So, uh, speaking of that, let's go to Group D. Uh, a group I picked is the Group of Death. Uh, for some listeners, if they have no idea what I'm talking about, that's usually the, the toughest group of the tournament or one, uh, maybe the most unpredictable. Um, and I was thinking about going Group C for that just because I can't really, I don't know how to rate those three teams, Ireland, Poland, and the Ukraine. But in Group D, we have Spain, Croatia, the Czech Republic, and Turkey. Uh, Spain famously winning three tournaments in a row, uh, the Euros 2008, the World Cup 2010, and then the Euros 2012, uh, fell off hard for the, the last... 2014 was an, an awful campaign. For the last World Cup, and... Uh, they've looked better. They, they've changed their squad a little bit. Not much, but the, I think they have a different striker now. Uh, who knows who we'll see in goal. Hopefully it's De Gea and not Casillas, but... They, seem to, they really can't seem to get away from that guy anyway. No, he really so, needs, he needs to retire. And I mean, he's been fantastic his entire career. He's he's slowing down, and I, I guess you really can't ask him to hang it up. And you know. I'd imagine it'd be David De Gea. I'd be yeah, shocked it should if it... Be. Wasn't. Um, they have basically the same exact team. Uh, Sergio Ramos, PK, Alba, mm-hmm. Juan Fran. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously regular midfielders, just to name a few. Probably David Silva, Iniesta, Koke. Yeah. Seth Fabregas is an addition this year, which is. is different than their. They don't really have. One thing that they're going to be struggling with is their forwards are extremely lacking. They. They really haven't had one since uh, Raul. Raul and I mean David Villa was a I don't know he had a good he was, campaign. He was good. He didn't really fit with the Spanish squad. I say that they won three tournaments in a row, and he was in most of those squads. Hell, even Fernando Torres had a decent time. I think he won the Golden Boot at two straight tournaments because yeah. I think he had a hat trick in that final of the of the Euros. But two of those goals were just. I can't remember if it was the finals, but I think he had a hat trick in one of the matches, and that put him over the edge for the golden boot. And it was like, dude, you did not deserve that award. <laughs> yeah, just off the top of my head, not off the top of my head, looking at the three, because uh, one of the forwards is Pedro, mm-hmm. who's uh, been around the block a little bit. He, he's played winger for Chelsea this entire year. I don't think he's been up top once. The other three forwards they have on their roster have combined for, what is that, eight goals. Yeah, that's not and an excellent record. And 24 caps between the three of them. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, definitely interesting for them on the offensive side. Uh, I'm pretty sure we've seen Barcelona go without any forwards in games before. Yeah. And I say that because a lot of these players are Barcelona players or were at one point. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be shocked if they might have gone, maybe go with just one forward and maybe go with Pedro. Uh, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe even Avaro Morata. But, yeah. again, they're going to struggle with the attacking side of everything because they only have one real and quote-unquote goal scorer. So, yeah. Um, another thing to note is that Czech Republic actually gave up 14 goals in the qualifiers. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's a lot. That's so a few. you can definitely say that their main player is going to be Peter Czech. So... They're gonna have to really decide on. Uh, they're gonna have to really figure out their attacking issues because they can't concede that many goals. They consider themselves a decent defensive side, so they're gonna have to uh, really lock it down, especially in this group with the likes of Spain. When you, like you said, could come out of nowhere and kill you. And Turkey. Turkey's a surprise of this group. I think they're I think. going to be. A real shocker at this tournament. I know a lot of people picked at the last World Cup Belgium to kind of be the dark horse. I think Turkey for this tournament might be that. They, yeah, um, I would agree. They have a bunch of great players <clears throat> in. Um, oh, who do I have here? You know, Arda Turan. Um, oh, what's his name from? Did he not make it from Tottenham? Oh, I guess not. Um, they're. I guess they're not as stacked as I thought. You know what? Never mind. Ignore what I said, Ry. No, I actually no, I agree. I I was yeah. gonna say my 
player that I actually had that I was going to note was Arda Turan. Arda mm-hmm. Turan, sorry. Um, solely because he he didn't play for the last six months. I think that might be correct. He because he was uh, on what's it called? He was on the he was on he was Barcelona, on Barcelona but he couldn't play because of the six month ban that they had for yeah. Uh, what's it called? For their trade ban or their transfer ban or whatever the heck yeah. they got. Yeah, there um, was some weird deals with that. I don't know if he then was ready to play and they just didn't play him. Um, I never really followed up with what kind of happened there at the end of the season. They um, do have um, – he plays in the Bundesliga. Hakan Kalanogolu, whatever his name is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Plays for Leverkusen. He's like a wizard with free kicks and stuff. He, yeah. They have potential. They're, they're, uh, they're definitely a side that, like, has the potential. Yeah. Um, they have the players, you know, but – It'll be interesting because then you go to Croatia, who we haven't really touched on yet. They um, are going to be pretty good. They, they always have, are. They're, they don't do great in tournaments, though. They have great players. They just yeah. never really seem to be able to put it together. Like Luka Modric. They have Rakitic, uh, another uh, Spanish league player. They have uh, Mateo Kovacic from Real Madrid as well. They have Mandzukic uh, up front. Uh, or not? They don't not Modric. It's freaking Rosicky or whatever. They're all oh, the they, same. Mo- they look the same. They have Modric too. They have Do all they? the the I eight ICs and you know itches and I thought that was just uh, Slovakia. But no, yeah. yeah, they're they have the players, but like you said, they haven't had a good international tournament in no some time. No, um, so it'll but be I I really can't guess who's going to come out of that group. I think Spain has a good chance. It, it depends on what Spain shows up to the tournament. Are they motivated to win this one? Do they just kind of want to go out and and walk about and you know let the other teams stomp all over them? Because I think these teams will. I think teams like Croatia and Turkey will make Spain pay if they don't you know really dominate the game and and have possession and score early. Spain's biggest problem really for most of their time has been not being able to score, as we touched on, and I don't think that's any different in this tournament. Yeah, they're they're gonna struggle. They could struggle, like I said, but yeah. you know it'll. Uh, they had a decent qualifying round, so we'll uh, we'll see. Also, to add, my my notes were a little screwed up. I don't know. I might have been sabotaged, to be honest. Rosicky, or however you pronounce his name, is yeah. a Czech Republic guy. Modric, and to add, uh, Mario Mandzukic, mm-hmm. also plays for Croatia. So Croatia, these Croatia and Turkey are definitely two teams that, if you look past, you'll uh, probably find yourself down quite quickly. I, I so, agree with that. So, but let's move on to Group E, uh, team that I, uh, a group I think is going to be really exciting. It has teams I believe the number two in the world right now: Belgium, mm-hmm. uh, Italy, Ireland, and Sweden. And actually, no. What you want to say is Belgium, Italy, Ireland, Ibrahimovic, and Ibrahimovic. Yes, uh, Zlatan will be competing in in a tournament maybe for the last time. Uh, I don't know if they make the next World Cup, and I don't know if he's able to play. In, uh, he'll be playing until he's 60. But seriously, Italy has been hit by a large amount of injuries. I don't think players like Verratti are going. Uh, I, I really don't know who they have left that is really of note. <laughs> I keep thinking Pogba plays for Italy because he plays in Serie A, <laughs> but I forget that he's French. And... Mm-hmm. I then think, who does Italy have? And I really can't name you a bunch of superstars anymore. The only real notable people are Giorgio Chiellini, who is their basically yeah. their main state offender for the last bunch of years. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and you have, <laughs> uh, me, have Buffon and Goal, but he's you know thirty seven now, thirty six maybe. He, he's getting up there, and I think the actually. <laughs> the heir apparent to that is that. AC Milan right now, the, the 16 or 17-year-old, who's an absolute monster. Yeah, they have uh, they have a bunch of forwards. Um, they do. Even though they have El Shaari, Yeah. They have Insigne. Mm-hmm. Immobile. Yeah. Um, they're forwards that are the regular guys. Tiago Mota, Tiago yeah. Mata, De Rossi. Uh-huh. Those regular guys. Florenzi. Those regular but, guys. Really, it's the, it's the guys you've been hearing about for forever, but... 
Yeah. Uh, a couple of people that are, are actually out. There's no Balotelli. Yeah. Um, no Pirlo. Yep. <laughs> no Mont- no Montalivo, which is he's been in the last bunch of tournaments. And no, it kind of surprised, and I know you're going to laugh, but no Javinko, who is a MLS guy who has like is averaging like a goal a game right now. Yeah, he is on fire. And right, like, I won't make like, fun of you for that. For that, I know because it's an MLS, but like it's just he has. I think at least demonstrated that he deserved a look in. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I think what they start out with the twenty six man squad, and then they narrow it down to twenty three. Mm-hmm. I think he should have been in that talk initially. Uh, Conte, the future Chelsea boss. Uh, <laughs> I keep bringing Chelsea up because they're the best team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I believe, he said that. No players in the MLS will be selected under him because he doesn't respect the league, in more or less words. I can't completely disagree with him, but I think Giovinco's performance has proved that he still is extremely skilled, and I think he could have had at least, you know, as a substitution, some some fire in that team that I think it's really lacking. Yeah, it would have been nice to have him as, like, just a thought of, like, a substitute to come off the Mm -hmm. bench because he is scoring... Like plentiful amounts of goals in the MLS. Really I know well. it's the MLS, but yeah, still, I mean, goals are goals at a professional level. So exactly. it's tough to look past. Um, on the other hand, you got Belgium, who, who I think are going to take the group. I, I think they will easily. I think that they're probably the best team in the. You in have the group. players like, uh, you know, Eden Hazard and uh, De Kevin Bruyne. Kevin De Bruyne. You know, goalkeepers. Thibaut Courtois, you know, just another Chelsea man in there. Uh, but, I mean, you have, you know, other midfielders like Fellaini and Nangolan and uh, the defenders with Alderweireld and Vermaelen and, <laughs> you know, you have just, up, yeah. up top you have Lukaku and um, Benteke. And I, I don't see any shortcomings of that team. Yeah. I, I can't – I mean – I really can't see it. I, I think overall that team might be the strongest besides Spain or uh, besides France. Um, and I'd Germany. Love, and Germany. I keep forgetting Germany. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> they won the World Cup. They're just dominant. Yeah. It's almost unfair that they're in tournaments still. But I'm really excited to watch Belgium play. They haven't really done well in their past tournaments. They kind of they kind of looked like they walked through the World Cup and when I think to the quarterfinals? No, they lost in the semis to Argentina because they lost of the, in the USA semis, yeah. in the quarters. That's what it was. <laughs> and I don't know. So. I think it depends on how much they want it. I think some of those players <clears throat> are, you know, didn't have fantastic uh, club years, you know, like Hazard and uh, I'm sure DeBrano wanted a little bit more out of his season at, at Manchester City and Lukaku has voiced his opinion on <clears throat> wanting to go to bigger and better things than Everton. Uh, yeah, I think so they're going to say the pre- the prem this year was a bit different unless you were Leicester City. So <laughs> yeah. it was a different year so, for sure. I don't know whose football manager save got uploaded to the the Premier League this year, but it was really exciting. <laughs> um, like I said, I, I, I see Belgium taking the taking the table with that one, and then I see Italy finishing second. And I actually see, I believe Sweden. I believe they're going to yeah. be close for a third place finish and possibly a uh, possibly a quarterfinal appearance with yeah. their, or not quarterfinal because it's not, it doesn't go right in the quarterfinal, the knockout stages, I can see them um, managing to make a third place game there, so we'll see, because I mean, they got Ibra, but if he doesn't show up, then they're going to be in some trouble, I think. Yeah, I agree um, with that. They have some players, not like any real standout guys that are going to, you're going to be like, oh, they have... This guy with Zlatan, Mo, it's really just Zlatan because yeah. he really hasn't had that much help in the international level. So we'll see no. if his team can maybe rally around him for his potential final international tournament. So we will see. I uh, I think you're pretty spot on there with that, right? I think I might just switch around Sweden and Italy. Uh, and I really don't know if Sweden can really get through a team like Italy anyway, unless Slotten pulls another, you know, <laughs> bicycle, bicycle kick, kick. field kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think it's going to take something like that from them. But we'll see. I, I think it, it'll it be some fun games. I think Belgium usually easily walks away with that first place spot. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have uh, one more group then. We have Group F. 
I don't Which really is... like this group at all. I I just uh, let's let's say who's in it. It's uh Portugal, Austria, Iceland, and Hungary. Uh, I am not hungry to watch these games. There you go. Right there's a pun <laughs> for you. Nice. Um, um, yeah, I was gonna say I, I see. It's gonna. It's either gonna be a clean sweep from Portugal, and they're gonna win all three. Mm-hmm. They're gonna finish with nine points, and Ronaldo's gonna finish with like four or five goals. Uh, yeah. Or they're gonna potentially only win like one. Yeah, they could do they that. Because they haven't had a decent performance since like what the 2006 World Cup. Maybe. Whenever they made it to. Yeah, uh, I think that's what it was. stages and lost to in pens to whoever they lost and to. And that was a 10-year uh, younger Ronaldo. So I'd be – it could it should be easy for them because, like you said, Austria, Iceland, and Hungary, like, who? I think I think we could be maybe surprised by Iceland. They had a pretty good run through the qualifiers. They did beat Netherlands in a two-leg playoff pretty they convincingly. They did. A notable so. exception from this tournament as well, the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Iceland could surprise some people. I think they get through the group. Um, I think I'm putting them at second or first, depending on how Portugal plays. I think Portugal's really a wild card at this entire tournament. Uh, Austria, really, who can I name other than Alaba? I actually have Austria ahead of Iceland solely for the fact that, with the experience, I believe Austria's going to have over Iceland. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Because, like you said, David Alaba is a pretty good player. He's been a pretty stay-at-home guy for... uh, Bayern for a mm-hmm. couple of years now. They also do have Christian Fuchs, who's also a pretty uh, experienced defender, mm-hmm. a so member we'll, of Leicester City as well. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see that they they could, like I said, I think that Portugal should be sweeping everybody, and that I think it's going to be close for the second spot. But I believe Austria is going to finish that one. I believe I actually think I have. Iceland walking away with two draws. I believe I have Iceland tying with Hungary and Austria. I, I like that. I th- and I then losing to Portugal, but Hungary only getting a point out of Iceland, but losing yeah. to the other two. So we'll see. That definitely is a crazy group to predict because you have teams like Austria, Iceland, and Hungary. I don't even know what their world rankings are. No. Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I think Hungary's oh sitting around 20 or something like that. Iceland's, I think, in the 30s. Uh, Austria, I think, is really high, and I I don't know why. Yeah. Um. I just yeah. How I don't know. I don't know how. That who knows? Out. Maybe they had a good campaign coming up to this. So maybe, like I said, they yeah. could probably be the be the sneak uh, the sneak in kind of guys get a maybe a decent matchup. But if they yeah. finish second in the group, you're more than likely to play a freaking uh, first place finisher. So it could be tough. But Rye, I think we uh before we move on to the Copas. We should pick a team that's going to win uh, the tournament. Okay. Uh, maybe a surprise loser of the tournament, and maybe your top performer of the tournament. Okay. Um, I think I have my winner being Germany. Okay. Uh, it's hard to actually put your money against them. I agree with um, that. I saw I saw a stat that they've made like seven personal changes over the last like 16 years yeah like player swapping so they have like the same they've had like the same team for Mm -hmm. years um i see do you want to know a funny thing i actually have a germany england final i like that if you would believe it with england and their past troubles but i would think i picked germany I think I picked Thomas Muller for the standout guy. I think I like he's that. gonna have another strong performance. Surprise first out? Yeah. Or does it make it past the groups? Yeah. I, I Much like Spain was last time around. I could I could put my money on Italy. Yeah, I think I would too. I have them, like I said, finishing second, but that group could go any freaking way and I am gonna put them on the maybe the negative side and I can see Maybe Republic of Ireland surprising people, and Ibrahimovic doing magic. So yeah, I agree. I, with that. I can see Italy being my first out. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I think I'm going to pick as a winner of this whole tournament. I think I'm going to go France. I think on home turf with that squad, I think they're going to dominate uh, all the way to the finals. I, I think they're a good shout to win it. I, I don't know how the the groups actually stack up. If it can be a French German final, I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't hate watching that. Or, you know, French-English 
uh, final. Mm-hmm. I'd love to pick England to win it, but I just don't think they will. I think they'll, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm they'll blow in England or not make a pass in I think a top performer. Uh, I think we're really going to see Griezmann explode from France. Uh, he had a, he had a fantastic campaign this year for Atletico. He just signed a five year deal today uh, for Atletico. Uh, I think he really wants to prove himself too because I think there's been talk of him. You know, why is he staying at Atletico Madrid? Why doesn't he want to go to a bigger club? Uh, I think he's a loyal guy, and I think he's going to be a huge star in these these next coming years. Uh, as for the team to go out early, I'm, I'm with you, Rye. I think it's Italy. I just don't see how they do anything this tournament. And I don't think they have a good attitude either. Uh, not to slag off Conte at all, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think his mind's, you know, <clears throat> half at Chelsea anyway, and a lot of players have come out saying that as well. Uh, it's going to be interesting, to, yeah. to say the least. Because they really could be. I mean, they had a crappy World Cup, so it could uh, very well happen. Yeah, but let's uh let's move on from the Euros. That first game starts Friday, uh, at three p.m. Eastern for anyone wanting to watch. Uh, it's France and Romania. It should be a good one. Uh, I, I expect your uh, motherland to uh, maybe get steamrolled. Yeah, I think they might. <laughs> but <laughs> so let's we'll, we'll let's uh, ignore that for the time being. Let's go on to the uh, the Copa America 2016. Already kicked off. We're already through the first games and we actually started the second games yesterday with America taking down Los Ticos for nothing. Yeah. That was woo. I uh I can't say I watched all of that game right. I've been pretty uh fickle on the, the Copa America so far, and that's down to the sole reason I, I want to talk about this before we get into the actual groups and anything. I'm sorry, I'm just cutting you off from talking no, about the fine. USA. That's fine. I figured um, you had something to say about it. It's on Fox Sports, and I think I voiced my displeasure of Fox Sports on our podcast last year. It is absolutely awful to watch anything on. It's I'm trying to watch it on my laptop uh, because they don't have an Apple TV app, one. Uh, and the signal's going in and out. I have fantastic internet, uh, almost 200 megabits per second, so I shouldn't be having problems. And it's just laughable that Fox thinks they can, you know, take any other tournaments or competitions away uh, from NBC or ESPN at this point. It's an absolutely awful experience, and I've really resorted to watching uh, English streams over Fox Sports. I think that's just embarrassing. Being, you know, the, what is it, the 100th year tournament for the Copa America, you know, Mm -hmm. Being in the U.S. and they're trying to promote it as being, you know, this huge spectacle. And maybe that's different if you're, if you're watching on cable. I, I cut the cord um, last year, two years ago, and I might be just dealing with the hardships of that. But uh, they do not have my vote of confidence for anything else they want to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I mean, like, I, I obviously have cable. Um, but you're definitely right. But you got to look at it from another standpoint that ESPN already got the euros they do so their fox sports isn't gonna let um yeah them take the copas as well so yeah you know it happens i i'm watching regardless it's you know it's soccer mm-hmm. i mean it's already kind of bad soccer because it's freaking uh south american sides and usa which is pretty yeah. abysmal sometimes but <laughs> It happens, yeah. but I will. I will try and push through and watch some of the games as I can on online. And uh, I've been watching a lot of highlights, at least on the on the subreddit uh, R Soccer. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's, it's been a little tough there. Anyway, try to we won't necessarily breeze through this, but we'll just go over the first round scores. Group yeah. A is Colombia, USA, Costa Rica, Paraguay. USA opened with Colombia last Friday, I believe. They lost two nothing, yeah. which is a game that I actually looked good. Yeah. They look much better against Colombia than they did against Costa Rica. Um, yeah. That's I really weird do to think say they actually too. look like a decent side up until they gave up that PK. And I think that even after, I yeah. still believe that they were responded much better and played better. But it's the name of the game. It happens. Um, I, and then, I think. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go on. No, no, no. I was just going to talk about the other game, but that was a tie. So go ahead. I, I was going to just get in here about the USA real quick. You and I talked to before the show 
earlier today about the USA, and I, I don't know if you feel a little bit similar to this that I do, and I think I've heard a little bit of analysis of this as well. I think USA is in a weird spot of transitioning between generations, much like England was from the last World Cup to this this Euros. I, I think the USA still plays a really uh, conservative style of play. It, it's almost like really old English football. You know, it's tough, it's uh, it's physical, and there's not a lot of flair. It's, you know, hard nose or whatever, and I don't know. I, I don't really care for it because I don't think we're – I don't know. We're not a very technically gifted team. Uh, we have a lot of heart, I think, and we, we kind of bull rush our way through games. But I, I think a great a example good is – thing we're playing South American sides. Yeah. And, uh, those likes because I think that – um, any other side we'd probably really struggle with. Our defense is probably the worst it's been in recent memory. Right, you being a former soccer player, I want to ask you this question. On that uh, Jones goal from last night, I believe it was Dempsey, Jones, and I can't remember who was off to the right. Um, but it was basically a three on two, probably I think. Probably Bobby Wood. Yeah, and I mean, for the life of me, I was screaming at Dempsey to pass that pass ball. the ball. To Bobby Wood, or even to Jones earlier, but he what he was running up, and I think there was a perfect time for him to pass, and maybe I just saw a bad angle of it, and and he you know knew it would never get there or what have you. But I think the top teams in Europe, I think the top clubs in Europe, you know, whoever it would be, I think you make that pass, that yeah, outlet pull pass. that defender, and they slip I, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I I don't think you take it head on like that. I don't think a player like Messi or Ronaldo you know takes that on. I think they have the wherewithal to say, you know, there's two guys in front of me. There's two guys next to me that aren't offsides. Let me lead them a little bit and give them the ball. And it's hard to argue since they scored. But I think they got maybe two or, you know, two easy goals yesterday that they shouldn't have had just because of poor decision-making in that, that you know, around the box. But the I might just be too deserving. I might be too I, critical on them. I, I don't know. I believe the penalty was very deserving. I think yeah. he got pushed in the back that for sure. Yeah. Um, on that as well, Clint definitely could have passed it, should have passed it, but you got to remember all the speculation and all the crap that was surrounding him yeah. before this game. Exactly. And his ability to show up, um, which yeah. I'm pretty sure just going through his mind, he just wanted to produce. Yeah. Um, which he did. He, he quote unquote laid it off, but, um, <laughs> yeah, okay. And then Jermaine buried it and then, uh, Bobby Wood just before the half and then, the. Like the second, the fourth goal was probably the most deserving because it was just high pressure and they stole it and he just buried it. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I mean, I would. There's a bunch of other changes that if we wanted to make another podcast solely on USA soccer, <laughs> it'd probably take up most of the time. Yeah, I think we but could do that. There is definitely some changes that I would be making. Um, even though they started the same lineup that they did against Colombia in the Costa Rica game. Yeah. Uh, they knocked in four against Costa Rica, which looked good. But I mean, we still think they have a lot. I, I don't know if that scoreline tells out. the whole story of that game. It doesn't because Costa Rica probably could have easily won that game. Yeah, but that penalty probably really threw them off. So, but uh, yeah, we're spending a lot of time in the USA. I guess we can because we're biased. Uh, <laughs> but let's not make the people wait here all. all yeah, real, yeah. All, so we'll just go uh, uh, Paraguay and Costa Rica played the other game in Group A. They they drew and then. Uh, Paraguay played Colombia last night, lost 2-1. So mm-hmm. that leaves the group at Colombia with six points, USA three, Paraguay and Costa Rica with one. Yeah. Basically, USA wins their next game, they're in. Colombia wins their next game, they're in. Mm-hmm. USA draw their next game. I don't see Colombia losing. No, I, I would doubt it at this point. Uh, they're a pretty well-rounded South American side. So I pretty much expect... So if Colombia wins and then we draw... The worst, the worst we can. I mean, actually, the best we can do if we draw, we are, we're through. So yeah, draw or a win on Saturday puts us into the knockout stages. Yeah, I'm good with that. Um, Group B is actually on tonight, <laughs> I believe. Brazil and Haiti actually kicked off, mm. um, but it's Peru, Brazil, Ecuador, and Haiti. Uh, Brazil and Ecuador actually came to a one or a zero zero draw, which probably should have been Ecuador's win because they had a goal that was called out. I of saw bounds. that. That was. I don't know. That was a very poor strange. Definitely was not out of bounds. That's when you need like no. full end line technology. That's when you need like <sighs> sideline officiating, like NFL. I I know. I and don't they have the two refs there on the sideline anyway? 
They have the two refs on the sideline, and they have one. I don't even know if the Copas have the one on the end line this year, but I don't know if don't he know. has any take in calling that out or not. But I have no idea what those refs can actually say and not say. Yeah. So Brazil, <laughs> like we said, don't care. They're hosting the Olympics, so they no. don't have any. They don't have the likes of Neymar, Oscar, uh, David Luiz. Uh, who's the other defender? Tiago uh, Silva. Is it Thiago Silva? I don't know if he's in it, but I believe Marquinhos is in the squad. I believe so, too. I think I saw him. But they're sitting those. I don't think they have Hulk. I don't uh, think they have Fred. <laughs> Fred. <laughs> Why would they have Fred? Yeah. Um, but anyway, Peru won their first game. Brazil and Ecuador are sitting at one point while Peru is at three, and Haiti is at a whopping <laughs> zero. I don't expect Haiti to be getting any points No. Uh, this just, tournament. They're right, very, I'd just like to add that they, they do have Hulk. He's on the bench. He's He's on on the the bench bench currently. And one of their defenders uh, is Gil. G-I-L. Gil. Uh, Right. um, So, you know, the the famous defender, Gil. Gil. The one one named Brazilians. It sounds like someone who would teach you drumming lessons in a back alley for like 20 bucks. (laughs) Right. Um, So that was Group B. Group C. Uh Mexico, Venezuela, Jamaica, Uruguay. Mexico looks pretty demanding. They're extremely good side. They have a bunch of yeah. players under their new uh, coach. Mm-hmm. Um, they smashed Uruguay. Surprisingly, Uruguay three uh, yeah. one. Um, Uruguay's without Luis Suarez injury. Yes. Um, this could be trouble. Uruguay could be in some serious trouble because if they're not able to do anything without Luis Suarez, then. You know what the heck's the point? Because they're struggling. Against He's just uh, really, you know, lacking that bite this year. Uruguay and uh, I just don't know how they're gonna nice. come back from. Yeah, you like I stuck that in there. I just don't know how they're gonna come back. They just don't look. I don't know. They just don't look like they want it. They have uh, the players. They definitely have the players. They do. Um, but they I have I, Venezuela and Jamaica next, so they're very favorable matchups. And if they can walk away with six points out of those two games, then they should be comfortably in. Um, but Jamaica did lose to Venezuela one nothing. Jamaica actually, their starting goaltender is actually the goalie for the Philadelphia Union. Ooh, okay. Who's actually playing extremely well this season? Who? Because they're actually on top of the Eastern Conference currently. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that group doesn't kick off until next week. The second round, the second uh, matches, and then Group mm-hmm. D, uh, world runner-up. Argentina, Panama, Chile, Bolivia. Yeah. Uh, kind of stupid. Not stupid, but, I mean, Ar- Argentina and Chile, probably the, the – I think they're ranked number one and number three in the world, matched up first hmm. game. Argentina yeah, can, beat them 2-1. I can see Argentina taking this tournament. And then Panama surprisingly beating Bolivia. They actually had a late goal to take them through. Yeah. Uh, beat them 2-1. Um I still see Chile. Chile still gets Panama and Bolivia. I can still see Chile beating those two, and I don't see Argentina losing again. No. But there are, those groups are sitting at three points and three points and 0-0 zero, zero for Chile and Bolivia. Yeah. Um, it's much different. It's much – the the South American sides, like I said, it's hard to describe them, but just watching South America football and watching USA, <laughs> it it's really hard to put them – some of them, and I'll specify that. I'll say some of them. I mean, I'm not talking the likes of Argentina, Chile, or Ecuador, even yeah. Mexico. Yeah. Putting them against the likes of, like, uh, a Spain or a, mm-hmm. or whatever. This, some of these teams just look so bad. Yeah, and I agree. it's just, I, <laughs> I don't understand, but. Um, I think it will be a good tournament nonetheless. It's just, it's a <clears throat> weird that it's on the same time as the Euros and, I just don't care about it as much, but I mean, hey, more soccer. Uh, I'm not going to complain. Oh, my mind's my head is spinning with all the soccer I get to watch this yeah. summer. So, yeah, um, I'm with you. Same thing with the Copas. I know it's going to be hard for you. Not hard for you, but you. Um, we're going to pick early exiters. Yeah. Uh, favorites and standout stars. Tim, you can start us off because I know how much you like Copa. <laughs> I think I'm going to pick Argentina to win this whole thing. Um, I think they just, as a whole, are better than in most of these other teams. I, th- I think Mexico could be a good shout, too. I think they really look passionate in this tournament, and I, I think they could go deep into it. Um, a standout player, 
I uh, I don't really know enough about some of these teams to comment on that. Uh, I think we actually might see from Brazil, uh, Coutinho really show that he belongs in, in some talks about elite players. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I think, was left out of... I don't know if he was left out of qualifying squads or, or something like that. I can't remember. He got left out of something, and I don't think it was right and I think he's getting a chance to prove himself and I think he'll take that opportunity. Was it the Olympics? I can't remember. My mind escapes me. Um I would say you can pick the team that's gonna be exiting first, but that's kinda hard because stuff yeah. is all oh, basically all of this is yeah. almost written in stone. I, I think Uruguay might be the, the one that is surprising as being yeah, I bad. That. I, I think they'll underperform in this tournament if you want to call it that. Um yeah Ryan. I definitely agree. There, I do agree with you on that. I say Uruguay is definitely my first team out. Mm-hmm. Um, without Luis Suarez, uh, they have to show that they're more than just him. They have to show that they have more bite in yeah, their game than go. they do without him. Um, like I said, they have the players, but can't. I mean, it's tough to go up against Mexico. They basically are playing a home game with how much support they had. So yeah, that's tough. Um, I also, again, I do agree. I say that the winners are Argentina, and I think that they're probably the most complete team in the tournament. Yeah. Um, I actually have an Argentina-Chile final. I like that. Which would be a nice fixture. Um, Yeah. But my standout star, I'm going to go with Angel Di Maria. Oh, I like that. Okay. He's playing right now without Messi because Messi isn't – uh, what's it called? He didn't play this past game because of a back contusion, I believe it was. Oh, okay. So, but I do believe him. He did have a goal. Uh, was brought to tears because he did it for his grandmother who passed away. And he has always been a good player. I think he's sort of been underlooked. He was hurt at the World Cup and he couldn't play in the final. Yeah. And I think that he's sort of sometimes underlooked with the hype that's around that squad. But I do see him really having a standout. Uh, performance this this tournament, and I can see Argentina maybe comfortably taking the whole uh, the whole tournament with like some ease. So I, I'm with you there, Ry. Yeah, I think uh, that'll do it for us this week. Yeah, uh, Friday starts the Euros. The Copas are already kicking off. Um, I think that's it for me. Yeah, I'm uh I'm finished actually. My beer is empty. I'm with you there too. Ooh, I'm vomiting. <laughs> there you go. Uh, thank you, everyone. Uh, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.